This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 953. Don't fall for this IELTS Writing Task 2 trap. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Don't get tricked by IELTS traps. Lately, the IELTS exam has been making writing task two questions more challenging and students are getting lower scores. Find out today how to make sure you still get the writing score you need on test day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Aubrey, I have a question. Now, yesterday, in yesterday's show, we um we veered towards the negative because we were providing students with amazing band nine vocabulary when describing something negative, and we promised students that we would turn toward the positive today. Do you have any good news for us? Yes, this is going to be a very positive episode because we are going to share with you guys how to increase your IELTS score and avoid traps that IELTS likes to throw at you. And we also have really positive news. You guys can hear an interview with Lena in episode 950. If you missed it, check it out. She raised her writing score from 5.5 to 7, which oh is amazing. Gosh. That's very hard to do. So congratulations to her and definitely check that check out that interview. Oh, I love it. Um and guys, we recently updated the writing module in Three Keys IELTS because, because exactly this, right? Like we have seen students get such high scores. And you know what, guys? We are expecting more from you now, to be quite honest, right? We expect more from you. We have higher expectations because we know you, you're not just going to get a six. You're not just going to get a 6.5. With our lessons, you're going to get a seven or higher. Expect more, guys, and raise your score. So we recently leveled up all of the writing module. It's so exciting. And the tips today, guys, come directly from these changes. Yes, exactly. This is one of the big ones that IELTS is using more and more mixed essays, which are a combination of the classic argument, um, problem solution, advantages, disadvantages. They'll mix them up and try to throw you off. And so we're going to talk about how you can avoid that trap and make sure this doesn't tank your score. Totally, totally. Um, and so that's like, that's the, uh, yes, mixed essay questions are becoming more common for sure. And the easiest way to see 
see that. Like the easiest example of that, guys, is like it's a mix between an opinion and a problem solution, right? It asks you for the causes of a problem and it asks you for the solutions. Or no, sorry, it asks you for the causes and it asks you for your opinion on something, right? Um, right. But another way that IELTS is making questions more difficult, they are getting tricky, guys, with how they are describing opinions. And if you if you guys have been listening for a while, um, the last time that I spoke with an examiner friend who works in Asia is a full time examiner, and he was saying like he's noticing IELTS is doing another trick now, guys. Um, they know that you guys practice a lot, right? And so they're going to use a question that seems familiar. But they're going to put a different twist on it. So students oh, that so tricky. have practiced a lot go into the test, read the question too e- too quickly, and then they assume they know what it's asking. So they start writing their essay, right, too fast, and they go off topic. Um, so that's the kind of question we're talking about today, guys, these really tricky, difficult questions. Um, and Aubrey, you've actually seen students go off topic and high-level students, Yes, exactly. Students that are scoring sevens, eights on their writing will do exactly this. They won't read the question quite clearly enough, carefully enough, and they'll misunderstand what is actually being asked for. And they'll answer the wrong question, or they just won't really answer the question, and then they can't get higher than a five for the task score. It's so devastating to see it when otherwise they would have scored an eight. Yeah, totally, guys. Um, That task score, it is strict in its expectations. There is no getting around these requirements, guys. Even to get a six for task, you have to address everything in the question. Um, And for a seven, you're addressing everything in the question, but in a specific strong way, right? That's the difference between a six and a seven or higher. So let's talk about this tricky question, guys. So remember, the first piece of advice, is to read the question very carefully. And while you are reading, underline the key words, all right? So let's read this tricky question, Aubrey, and then talk about what key words to underline. Okay, perfect. I'll read it. It's employers sometimes ask people applying for jobs for personal information, such as their hobbies and interests and whether they are married or single. Some people say that this information may be relevant and useful. Others disagree. Discuss both these views and give your opinion. Nice. So I've had students write this exact essay and they misunderstand what's being asked and they write their essay about whether employers should be allowed to ask for this personal information. But we're going to go over what the keywords are and how you would find out what really is being asked here. Exactly. Um, And, you know, like, I have seen a similar question like this in some IELTS practice tests on the IELTS exam itself over the years, um, because they do recycle topics, guys. Oh, for sure. Um, Not like the exact same question, but they recycle topics. And yeah, this has totally been like an opinion question about whether or not employers should be allowed to ask this information. Guys, that is not what this question wants you to do. That is not what the task is. So, And how tricky would that be if you had written that practice essay right. and felt really comfortable about it, and then on test day, you get this one. I can definitely see students not reading quite carefully enough and answering the wrong question. Yeah, for 
sure. Um, okay, guys. So in this question, we need to first underline the keywords. And then when you are brainstorming, use those exact keywords, right? Don't try and paraphrase yet when you're brainstorming. Okay, we're, we're, we don't care about vocabulary when we're brainstorming. Brainstorming is only to get good ideas down, right? This is where we make sure we're going to get a good task score, right? Strong, connected ideas. And then when we write, when we proofread, that's when you think about vocabulary. So right now, it's just about ideas, right? So we take keywords, we underline personal information, and then we underline this information relevant and useful, right? And then, of course, others disagree, okay? So the one side is that personal information is relevant and useful to employers. And then the other side is it's not useful. Like, it's it's literally that simple, guys. Right, exactly. When you break it down, when you underline the keyword, suddenly it becomes very clear. Oh, okay, these are the two views that I need to discuss and I need to share my opinion. But if you don't do that, if you don't single out those cl- those keywords, it does it can become muddy. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yes, totally. Um, and here's another, here's another thing I've seen um, trick students when it says discuss both views and give your opinion. Guys, this is an argument question, all right? It says discuss both views. And then students get distracted by that give your opinion phrase. And then perhaps they write an opinion essay and then they still get a five. (laughs) Because they didn't discuss both views, right? So follow our classic four-paragraph template, guys. We give you the templates for the highest-scoring essays in Three Keys IELTS. And this is one of them. It's the most common, the argument template, where you discuss both sides, but you still manage to put your opinion throughout the essay, because that's the other part of the task score if you want a seven or higher. Yep, exactly. So we'll just brainstorm this really quick. What do you think, Jessica? Yes. Okay, let's do it. Because this is a tough question, you guys. It is a tough one. Oh my gosh. Okay. So before we get to our example ideas for this question, guys, let's just summarize these tips real fast, all right? Take the time to read the question. Go slowly, read carefully, underline keywords, focus on the question itself. Don't start thinking about which type of essay you're going to write. Focus on that information. What is the question asking, right? Don't make assumptions. Don't go too quickly and be like, oh, I know what's happening here. I'm going to write my essay. No, guys, don't do that. Um, okay, so let's talk about this side first, that employer, that this in this personal information is useful useful to employers. What is uh, support for that? Well, you might start thinking about, okay, this could help an employer find a very good fit for their company because, you know, someone's outside interests may match the company's needs. For example, if a newspaper is looking for a writer or a reporter that is going to be covering sports, It might help to find someone who enjoys sports, and then they might be hired by a health brand to create content. 
Yeah, totally, guys. Um, because like, I, if you think about it, a lot of jobs are um, like general, right? Like I'm a writer. I am a <laughs> computer programmer. I am a whatever. But like, what kind of company are you going to eventually work for? So whoever's hiring, what whoever is an HR for that company, they, they might want to ask you about your outside interests just to make sure that as a person, you will... Um, fit their brand. You will agree with their company culture, for example. So, yeah, I think that's I. I think I think that makes sense. But I would still choose the other side. I would still disagree with this opinion. I would say, no. I. I it doesn't. No. It. It's not. It's not useful and relevant, right? I. I don't think all of it is useful and relevant. Um. For example. Marital status. Um, it has no bearing on one's job performance, right? So this is the reason, right? This personal information that um, has to do with one's outside life, right? It what how, That doesn't affect what they do at their job at their desk. So you could give an example of that of like marital status, for example, whether one is a parent or not a parent, single or divorced, that doesn't that doesn't affect one's ability to choose the right words in an article. If we if we extend right. that writing example. Yeah, exactly. And then you could share the detail that in contrast, it might actually bias the employer against a candidate who is, for example, a single mother, assuming they would need more time off, which can create negative situations for employers, which makes it definitely not relevant and useful. So you can see as you're coming up with these details, you're wanting to look back, right? Okay, let me look back, make sure this is fitting what the question is actually asking for. Yeah, exactly. So that's the last tip, guys. While you're brainstorming, you need to check back to the question and make sure every single idea, every reason, every example, every detail connects directly to what the question is asking. Okay? Take your time with this first step. In Three Keys IELTS, we advise you to take five minutes to brainstorm. And honestly, like, some people take a little bit longer and then they're quicker when they write, you know? Um, I tend to do that. I sometimes will take longer brainstorming, but then that makes the writing faster because I have all my ideas already, you know? Like every, I don't have to think about anything besides linking words <laughs> when I start right. writing. So yeah. definitely, guys, take your time brainstorming. Right. Whereas if you don't, you are going to really find yourself getting off topic because you're writing details that seem related to the sentence before, but you're right. getting further and further away from the question. Totally. And that is going to end up with a five for task. So the brainstorm is so important. And you know, guys, um, if we think back to our student we talked about at the beginning, who was on episode 950, Lena. She got a 5.5 on writing when she took IELTS, the IELTS exam previously, right? And that could have been easily due to misunderstanding the question, to not having these strategies, to not having these templates so she could be very organized and focused on the exam. Um, that's a, guys, getting around like between a five and a six, that is often due to not fulfilling the task, not fulfilling the cohesion coherence requirements. It's those two categories that students will score lowly in more often because that 
we don't know what that is unless you're an examiner or have been trained by an examiner. Um, and then using Three Keys IELTS, having all of our insider examiner knowledge, she got a seven. Yeah, exactly. Right. She she talked a lot in the interview about how key it was to, for her to get our study plan nice. because she was sort of disorganized. And like you said, she didn't have those strategies and the templates she needed. And once she had all of that, she was able to get that seven. She was able to get organized and knock her score out of the park. So yeah, it makes a huge difference. You guys, if you need to know what score you would get today, you can you can find out. We have this quiz, free, easy, quick two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash score. And not only will you get your estimated band score, but also we provide free resources at your level. So you can make sure you're not wasting time with your IELTS preparation. Yeah, for sure. Um, you can find out, are you in the five range? <laughs> then you right. need to get focused, guys. Are you in the six range? Well, you're doing okay, but you still want to push it higher than a seven, or are you already at a seven or eight, right? Like this can decide everything for your future. When should you take the exam? How much time should you prepare? Guys, you have to have this information. So go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And guys, just remember, read that question carefully, be focused, be flexible. Don't make assumptions, right? Don't get yep. freaked out by the time. Just focus on the question. Right, exactly. Oh, really good tips today, you guys. I'm I'm excited. Um, I'm hopeful that you won't fall into these traps and we're going to be positive about it. As long as you have the strategies you need, you won't get tricked by IELTS. Yes, awesome. All right, guys. We hope to see you in that free quiz, allearsenglish.com slash score. And Aubrey and I are going to sign off for today and we'll see you guys next week. Yep. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.